For some, it's the day they open the doors to their new business. Others, when they get that first customer. Or when they're making enough money to quit their day job. These are the moments when new business owners get to say, I I did did it. it. I did it. It's National Start Your Business Month. This is your moment to shine, and the people at LegalZoom are ready to help. Start your LLC, incorporate, or file your DBA. LegalZoom received an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, so you know they'll get the job done right. Over the past 14 years, they've helped over 1 million business owners successfully get started. The key word there is successfully. Yeah, you don't want unsuccessfully. Yeah, no. This month, there's a special because with your purchase, LegalZoom will give you a three-month trial to all new QuickBooks, a better way to run your whole business, a $119 value for absolutely nothing, F-R-E-E, free. Be sure to enter Brandy, B-R-A-N-D-I, in the referral box at checkout. Again, that's Brandy with an I. So make today your new business moment. At LegalZoom.com, they're ready to help you make it happen. LegalZoom provides self-help services and can connect you with the right attorney, but they're not a law firm. LegalZoom, turning business dreams to reality. See me at LegalZoom. See me, I mean, or enter my name, Brandy, at LegalZoom.com. Get out of my business and start your freaking own. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. PodcastOne.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hello, people. It's been a while. We missed a week, Art. You've been busy. I know. It's so crazy. I, I, I'm so happy to be back in here and back doing my, my thing on the podcast. But I, you know, I was traveling all over the country for my book, and it was amazing and exhausting. And I'm just really happy to be home with my little men, even though it's a rainstorm outside. Yeah, uh, you were you were all over the place. And what's great about the situation is even though this week the podcast is coming out late on a Friday, what happens for your listeners is they get a podcast on Friday and then on Tuesday there's another brand new podcast. Is there? Yes. Oh, so we're good. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> You're in charge clearly here. I just do the talking. So it's going to be like two in a row. Oh, wow. All right. I didn't know. What's, what's the one that comes out on Friday? The one that's coming out today oh, right. is the one uh, we have coming up in just a little bit. We have Morgan from Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. Oh, nice. And we have also the director of The Hungover Games, the oh, film right. that you appeared in. Yes, perfect. Okay, great. And Josh. then on Tuesday's show, we, I can't even begin to explain how excited <laughs> I am for Tuesday's show, Maria Menunos from AfterBuzz TV is oh, going right. to come in. Yeah, I just saw her at Extra, and she she's very pretty. She's very pretty. Yeah. And then uh, Randall, the, the honey badger. Oh, my God. I cannot <laughs> wait for that. That is going to be a shit show. It's going to be a great, great episode. I'm excited for that. Well, Art- What's going on in your life? you got to oh, Jeez. I mean, first of all, I just want to say a giant thank you to everyone that has been supporting my book and, and downloading it and buying it and showing up at these book signings because it has just been an amazing success and I just feel so blessed and I feel like girl power, gay power, I love you all and thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. It really it, it affects me. I'm, I'm not a bad person as as you might think so on TV. I promise I, I am very passionate and I feel blessed and I'm just very, very thankful to everyone for supporting me. You are now a two-time New York Times bestseller. And it's kind of crazy, right? 
And two weeks in a row, too, with the new one. I know. It's so, I mean, I can't even begin. I was with Dr. Drew last night, and he was like, oh, I only have one best-selling book. I'm like, it's a competition, and I beat Dr. Drew. And he's a surgeon. I know, right? He's actually legit, and I'm just this little blonde chick. But I I love them, but we had so much fun. But and By yeah. the way, yeah, you were, you were on Loveline last night, and they also have their podcast here on Podcast One. So if your listeners want to hear that appearance, I encourage them to go to Podcast One and download the Loveline show as well. Yeah, we're all in the big, fat family the podcast one it's so fun all right right i have to tell you something the poem that you asked me to write you remember you said you wanted me okay so i wrote you a valentine's day poem but i I threw it away and then you're like i need another one we're doing music whatever you know send it to me it's going to be great so i made up another one and i thought it was funny so i put it on my youtube you know whatever it is station channel what is my youtube yeah, youtube channel channel all right i thought it was brilliant but oh thank you well apparently <laughs> nobody else did no somebody said not somebody i some blogger wrote a thing saying i'm so sad for brandy she's just getting sadder and sadder and this is a horrible thing they took my cute little aggressive poem and decided that i'm losing my mind and depressed and horrible <laughs> No, I, I really like, honestly, people get a grip. It, it's me trying to be funny and Valentine's Day does suck. And I really don't think it's an amazing day. And even when you're partnered up or married, it still puts a lot of pressure on people to buy gifts and spend money when it's really lame. I hate the holiday. And I think it's... it's, it's and you have a wonderful girlfriend. Yeah, and she does too. It's a poor excuse to show love for somebody that you should be showing love for every, every day. day of the year. And... um clearly the the poem was of comedic <laughs> nature you weren't sitting there with a cigarette and a beret and bongos and really pouring your heart out into no and and contemplating hurting myself no that it was not that i had just finished doing my australian video blogs for nw magazine which i have a great time doing every week and i thought you know what i'm gonna make a video blog for art and send him this like interesting fun which i thought was a cute valentine's day poem and it it's decided everyone's decided from that that i'm sad depressed and a horrible person i really liked uh that you're wearing your your black beanie that you're wearing right now because <laughs> you started to get into a little bit of like a hip-hop i went yeah, i was gonna rap and the black beanie really i think has a big part to play and you're finding that voice you put that on and you know i do i i you know, when I put on different outfits, I feel different. There's like a certain shirt that I wear from Sea Wonder, and it's very classy and it's very like ladylike. And when I put that on, I turn into this like elegant woman, and I do transform into the clothes I'm wearing, kind of. And mm-hmm. it sounds weird, but that's just how I am. That's interesting because I I will tell you that a majority, not a majority, I would say. Th- 35, 45% of my clothes are actually hand-me-downs from a very... My child? No, my very famous... It's actually a very famous actor <laughs> oh. um, that I know that just he gets tons and tons and tons of clothes and we're the same size, so he throws me clothes all the time. So he's a miniature actor. Yes. So okay. we walk around... I walk around and I, I have to like scrub his essence. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not I'm not this guy. I'm not this guy. But right. I keep feeling like him and it's just weird. No, but no, it does It does kind of turn you into... I, I think clothes... It, it is a way of expressing yourself. We have an uh, email and a phone call to get to the oh. if you want I'm gonna get her up on the phone right now if you yeah, want to read perfect. the email I would love to okay. okay perfect all right so we received this email into podcast one and it just kind of hit my heart and it really affected me so I wanted to call this woman and have a conversation with her and hopefully I can help her but this is the email that we received it says Brandy I feel you are judged so much harder than anyone else on the Real Housewives show sometimes it can be a bit hard to watch I have enjoyed your podcast since I found it but I need advice. You know, one 
you know, one-on-one girl advice. I've been going through some life tests that I really sometimes don't think that I will make it from. You are so strong, and I really would love to talk to you to just get your read on these cards I've been dealt. I tend to keep everything from my family and friends, and in fact, since Halloween, I have only left my house twice. I need to talk to hear your I need to talk to hear what your advice would be. Brandy, please call me if you can. Spare a moment. Just looking for advice, nothing else. Pam. I have Pam right here. Hi, Pam. Hi, Brandy. Can you turn her up? I can't hear her. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm I'm my heart is hurt for you right now. I just read your email and I, I need to know what's going on. Oh, it's a long story. I'm kinda lost at this point in my life. I'm um in my fifties, I um, are you sure you want to hear all this? Yeah, no, I'm, I trust me. I, your email really, it, it really, I, I need to know. I um, had a really good job working for the school here where I live, and um, became an injured worker. And unfortunately, when you're an injured worker, you become a liability, and they find a way to get rid of you. And it's not just me; it's every employee that got hurt on the job. They found a way to get rid of. And I, um, I'm really stubborn, yes. so I kept, you know, I got released to go back to work, and I was working, and they kept putting more and more job responsibility on me, and um, hoping that I would quit is what they were trying to do. And I'm really stubborn, and I just kept doing everything they asked me to do, and so their last tactic was to withhold 100% of my paycheck. And everybody that I've told this story to says, they can't do that. That's illegal. Wait, wait, you do, you, that, do you want to say that. who this is? Because I feel like you should put them on blast. Um, it's a really, really small place where I live, and I've already been through hell with this. Right. So I, I, at this point, I don't want to. Okay. But I um, kept showing up for work, and they kept 100% of my pay, and I kept working and working and working month after month. I had to get a lawyer to try to, you know, rightfully get what is owed to me. And um, through everything, now I don't have a job. I haven't worked in two years. My employment's ran out. It's like somebody would have told me this like 20 years ago that, you know, hey, you're going to be nearly homeless and not have a job and have to sell everything that you own. And, you know, I would have bet the house and said, no way, that'll never happen to me. It's like, if that can happen to me, it can happen to anybody because I thought I had a really secure job. And you, I mean, you sound strong, and, and like you said, I know how it feels to be just to work, 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 and, and I feel like I'm stubborn too. So I would do the same thing that you were doing. If someone was trying to get me to quit, I would just stay there and work harder. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it makes you look like you're just a lunatic because I had to call like all my utility people and say, hey, um, I'm not getting a paycheck. And they're like, oh, well, you got a job with the school district, right? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I do. And they're like, mm-hmm. And they're not paying you? Mm-hmm. Oh. I, that, this yeah. is frustrating for me because I just don't understand how this can happen. I mean, how can I they? I neither. And, you know, I went to lawyer after lawyer after lawyer and... It was super hard to find a lawyer that would even take the case because people were like, uh, nobody wanted to go up against... A school system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then through this whole thing, um, I've uncovered like a huge um, embezzlement thing that is going on. 
with the school system? I feel like I told I told a friend of mine, I said, you know, I've seen the movie Silkwood back in the day, and it doesn't end well for the whistleblower. Oh, guy, but you have, I mean, you almost have a responsibility. I mean, you are a strong woman. I can tell you have your shit together as far as, you know, what you're speaking about. You have to, you have to do something about it. Oh, I know. I've, I have documentation on everything. On that part, I was smart because ever since day one working for them, I have kept every piece of paper, every email, everything. I have files and files and files. So you haven't left your house in only twice in two years? No, it's, I mean, since Halloween, I've left twice. I left on Thanksgiving and I left on Christmas. And I was out today. I drove to the post office. Do you have family where you live? Um, I, I do have family that lives about 40 miles away. But I'm the kind of person that I don't ask for help from right. people. I, I have a hard time asking for help as well. It's difficult when you 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 want to project that you're the strong one and you can do anything, and it's you don't ever want to assume that people think you're weak. I get it. Um, right. But, it makes me feel like I'm a failure if I have to ask somebody for help. Well, you're not. I mean, and honestly, the fact that you're taking and you're documenting all this stuff, you have you have a responsibility. What if they did this to other people? You you oh, they are have. so they have because. Um, it it's, goes on and on. I said, this could be a movie. Um, uh, Can't you get everyone has, together and get like a class action lawsuit yeah, going? That's, that's what I was going to say. Everybody is afraid that they're going to lose their job. Well, People uh, that I've known for in the community for 20 years don't even talk to me. Well, it's gonna. It only takes one person to change the situation, and, I, and I say, if it's not you, they're gonna keep doing this. As I'm saying, if, if nothing changes, right. nothing changes. And you know, they've, I've worked for the school district for 13 years, and they, they've messed with my retirement. After working there 13 years, I have $2,200 in my retirement account. Oh my god. That's what I mean. On, I've discovered a huge but, embezzlement situation, and five of the key players that work in the business office have all quit, retired, or taken early retirement. But so, so are you thinking that they are the ones that are doing the embezzling and being shady? Um, I think that they're cooking two sets of books down there. Right. Well, I, I don't wonder. What, I mean, what do you think is going to happen if you come out and you, and you call them out on it? No one's talking to you. You're not leaving your house. You don't have any money. How they're not going to kill you? What what is the well, worst? I'm not so sure about that because when I was um, when I was at home with my injury, yes, they um, I got a little postcard in the mail and it was from our school districts. Um, they have an insurance deal, and it said. We haven't received your, um, you know, your premium for the last two months. And it's like, I don't have insurance through you guys. So I called them up and I said, I don't have insurance through you. And they said, oh, yeah, somebody took out a life insurance policy. So through all of this, to be able to find out who took that out, because I called them. Right. And I said, who's the beneficiary on this? And they refused to tell me. So to, in order to get that information... And find out who took it out. I have to get a subpoena. Ugh, 
I, I mean, I'm I'm so not in. I don't know the law or legal jargon, but I just feel like you have. Then go get a subpoena. Honestly, you need to. If you don't do this, they're gonna they're gonna keep doing this to everyone. You somebody has to be strong, and and you have nothing to lose right now. You know, you're not gonna oh, lose your life. I mean, we're we're talking about this on a national you know platform. So, you know, your name is. If you want to say your name, like this this protects you right here. Just this radio show in and of itself. If you want to tell people where you live or your name, that is accountability for these people in and of itself. Right. I mean, it's up to you. Obviously, I don't want to do anything that's going to make you uncomfortable, but you you can't be afraid of these people because otherwise they win. Oh, I know. I'm not afraid of them. I'm just afraid of the stuff that they could do. With- well, what else? I mean, besides, they're, they're, they've done everything to you. The the last thing that they could, they took out a life insurance policy. Now is your time for action. I mean, if that is really the case, you you do have to look out for your life. It's time to speak up. Right. You really have to, honey. I mean, I can't even fathom that this is going on, and I, I believe you. I, you sound like a very honest person, but you you have to talk. You have to say where you live, what, who these people are. They're afraid of you doing that, and by you not doing that, they win. Right. And I, you I, know, I just, with social media and all these other platforms, I feel like, Put it out there. Protect yourself. You keep this, you know, to yourself, and you hide away, and you don't say your last name and who these people are that are doing it. It it, it is scary, but the second you put it out there, it's guess what? It gives you the power. You have to take the power back from them. Right. I don't. I mean, I don't. You're being abused. I, I realize abusing. what you're saying. I'm just. I've been through a lot. I just. I'm not comfortable doing that right this minute. I, I mean, I get, it is. It is like a battered wife syndrome, almost. Like you're afraid to step up and go against these people because you're afraid of what they will do to you in retaliation. But it's your only. It's the only thing you can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, or is it? If you really just don't want to do it, is there any possibility that you could move and find a job somewhere else? Well, that's my intention um, is to do that. But through all of this, you know, it's like, like I said, I haven't worked in two years. I've um, my unemployment ran out a long time ago now, and it's like I've went through all my savings. So, in order to move, you know, everything takes money. Right. Everything. Are you still injured? I mean, are you are you able to work? Or are you still injured? Um, I'm able to work, but. In this small of a community, it's like, oh, you're that girl that's suing the school. Right. That's why I'm thinking maybe get out of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it takes money to move, but you can start looking for a job online. You can put your right. resume out. And honestly, I mean, you, you if you're not going to do anything about it while you're living there, you're going to you're going to. You're going to die there. And, and that doesn't sound like something you sound sad. I want you to be happy again. Right. And, you know, I, I just, you have to take action, whether it's moving or putting these people on blast. I just feel like something has to be done because right now what you're doing isn't getting you anywhere. Mm-hmm. I agree. I know. So I, I wish I had more of an answer for you. Um, that's the advice. I mean, you, she wanted advice. And that's the advice. Do something, you know. Either way, get out of there or just stand up to them. Don't back down. Well, you'd be strong in your situation, too. I know oh. you, you go through a lot, too, as well. Nothing like what you're going through, and I will pray for you, and you're in my thoughts, and just stay strong and, and do something, you know? 
Okay. Thank right, you, Annie. Randy, for good talking luck. to me. Of course. Have a Thank good you. One. All right. Bye. Bye. Whoa. That was heavy. That was super heavy. I thought that was just going to be like man man problems. Yeah. I I almost I wish that we could find out who she is and and what's going. On. I mean, I'll get in touch. I'll, I'll write. I mean, I have her email address. Obviously, yeah. I'll write her back and um, you know, thank her for coming on. Obviously, but. I want to we'll dig, dig a little yeah, deeper I want to dig because a little deeper in this. and look, there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast, and if there's any lawyers out there that want to help, you know, you can get in touch Absolutely. by writing. I us. think we have to do we have to get a little more information. You know, one conversation isn't yeah. isn't the whole. I, we only know a little bit of what's going on, but I'm definitely interested in the full story, a both sides story. You know, it sounds very toxic. Whatever's going on, it sounds very toxic. I feel like I want to tell her to run away, but she can't. But she doesn't want to stand up to them, and it's like there's comes a point where you have to do something. And that's scary to find that somebody took a like a life insurance. That is crazy. Like that, that would oh, look. It gives me the chills. Yeah. I feel like it is. It is a movie. It is, it's like that Aaron Brockovich kind of thing. Oh, we'll uh, we'll we'll Let's not that leave a this more. at this. We'll come Oof. back. Yikes! Yeah. Oh, I have thank the chills. you, Pam. Yes. Okay, let's let's have some fun, silly interviews. Okay. okay. Woo! Thank goodness. Jeez. Get hungover games, and then Morgan coming in after okay. that. I'm excited. I love them both. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will return in a minute. Hey, Brandy, are you looking for a, a great way to update your home? I know you're about to buy that new house right now. I'm trying to buy a house. Their loan process is disastrous. That's why I'm really excited about Blinds Galore because I can save money once I do get in there. Positive thoughts. No, I actually saw the website for Blinds Galore and I saw these customized shades and I was thinking I was either going to do like a hot pink background for my bedroom with blackout shades behind it or I was going to put my little baby's faces on the shades. You could do anything you want. New York City, like the old Tonight Show background. It's kind of amazing. And the great thing about Blinds Galore is they cut out the middleman so they believe in their product because they're sending out custom-made samples and they have to eat that if it doesn't work out. Plus, they have a watertight guarantee. If you don't love what you ordered for any reason, you can exchange it for something that you do love. And they sell all the designer products but no designer prices. So it's like a win-win, no middleman, and we're just floating by with brand new blinds. With free samples, free shipping, free exchanges, free blind and shade expertise, and truly amazing deals. Blinds Galore really does go galore for you. Go to BlindsGalore.com and make sure you let them know I sent you. That's BlindsGalore.com. They cut out the middlemen and make you beautiful blinds. You're listening to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. 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 Welcome back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm here with the very talented, handsome Josh Stolberg. Handsome. That's, yes. I think you're the only person other than maybe my, my wife doesn't even say I'm handsome. Oh, so. stop. You have the smi- <laughs> You have a happy aura around you. You really are always smiling. I appreciate that. Thank well, you. You're very talented too. You're a director. You've done a lot. I was looking at your bio. You've been an, even an actor. I, I, I moved out to Los Angeles. When I first moved out, I thought I was going to be an actor and I gave it a shot and I was so horrific that I realized <laughs> if I was going to ever make money, I would have to change careers. But you wanted to be in the business. So. I, I, I always wanted to be in right. the business. I went to, to, to undergraduate school uh, doing theater and then graduate school doing film. Um, but uh, yeah, the first film I ever did, it was a, it was a Korean movie oh. called Western Avenue. And it, it was the, the woman who was the star of it was like the, the Julia Roberts of South Korea. <laughs> exactly. But wait, were they speaking Korean? They, uh, most of the movie was 
in Korean, and then she had her American boyfriend, who was me. And <laughs> but I played such a jerk. Um, I had lines like, uh, you know, why can't you be like other Asian women and be submissive <gasps> to me? Oh yeah, uh, that, it was, that's it was not good. But, yeah. but you, but you probably don't know how to act when someone's speaking another language and you don't know the inclinations and in what they're saying. Uh, yeah, so no, it's 100%. like, yeah. <laughs> um, I love you. You know, you don't know what they're saying. I, I can't imagine. I was. You're probably not as bad as you think. It's just bad situation. Oh, I was bad. <laughs> Thank you for saying that, but I was bad. But you took theater, so um, how could I mean? Yeah. No, you know, I I think just some people, everybody has their thing. You know, everybody, you're, you, you know, just because you're a great actor doesn't make you, you know, a great gr- producer, a great. I think a lot of actors want to be eventually behind the camera because they figure if they're great actors, they should they're automatically great directors, and it doesn't always work out that way. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, and you know, I feel like directing is 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 my fort, and I'm 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 excited about. Continuing in that in that direction, I'm not going back to acting. Don't don't worry. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't ever say never. Is that don't never say <laughs> no or whatever. whatever it is. Don't never say never. Don't ever say never. Um, but do you feel like with we both have two little boys and similar ages? Do you feel kind of like you're directing them in a way in their little lives? Yeah, sometimes. And I, I've even brought them on the set before. My little guy, my uh, he was six or seven at the time, was one of the lead actors in this horror movie that I did. Aww. Um called Crawl Space and you know I bring them in my wife is in a lot of my movies she's an actress um, so I try to make it a family fair as much as I can just because it's good to have the people you love around you, you know? and it's probably nice to see for them to see you bossing other people around going okay well I guess we have to listen to him now too <laughs> exactly because exactly. my kids don't listen to me and I'm like I'm screaming 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 and they're tuning me out and then I just pretend to cry and it gets their <laughs> does attention. that work it does yeah. tell your wife if she has an issue you know what I have noticed that my wife actually yeah. does that occasionally yeah. she'll just break down and it's and an act and then they're then they wake up and they're like what's wrong mom what's wrong yeah. i'm like i wanted you to pick up your clothes <laughs> but it works tell do it. your kids like do baseball and soccer and they do everything yeah. I mean, what don't we do it's yeah. i i were incredibly over scheduled and it makes me crazy because i live in my car yeah it's it's a little too much i always say one sport at a time yeah unfortunately my ex-husband thinks that we should be doing 85 sports at a time so uh yeah we just kind of go with what he <laughs> are you like what the mom that's cheering on the sidelines and screaming at your kid to get a hit or I mean I'm the mom I'm definitely the mom on the sidelines I I you know I want them to have a good time yeah. I don't care if they're winning or losing I I really Jakey made um, a soccer goal in the wrong goal and I'm like good job <laughs> and, and Eddie's out there going no run, other goal other goal I'm like he doesn't know he, he just, made it he, he made a goal and he's looking at me going thumbs up and I'm like you did it little man yeah so I, I want to tell everyone how you and I know each other yes yes so, we did um, a film together <laughs> uh, it was not your first film or, or it uh, yeah no I did a, like a little part in a lifetime movie but okay. this was my like this was my big acting debut in your film and we were <laughs> so happy to have you it was it was it was a th- a really fun day and we got to shoot like we we shot our our, our scene up at Bronson Cave up that in Griffith awesome. Park which is where Batman the the, the original Batman Bat show cave? that was the Batcave yeah I mean, I've not been back because I feel like I might get you know killed if I go hiking by myself. <laughs> But I'm going to find a dude to take me and the kids. It's 
awesome. It, it is, is awesome. Well, one of your problems was you were in high heel shoes walking <laughs> around with like gigantic boulders around. Yes, I, it's true. And I had, as you have told me, I haven't seen the movie yet. Tell us about the, the name of the movie. The, the name of the, the movie is Hungover Games, The Hungover Games, and it is a spoof film, parody yes. movie um, that is basically the three, uh, the, the, the idea behind is the three guys from The Hangover, or sort of like The Hangover, um, wind up getting drunk, wasted, wake up in the morning to find out that they've actually accidentally volunteered for and the hunger game exactly <laughs> it, those guys by the way your actors i i can't remember all of their names i love they were so cool they Nicest are guys. awesome herbie ross and ben and they play the three guys and not only do they look they look exactly like the guys in the hangover yeah but they but they, they, but they're they're able to they they're great actors i yeah, mean you they, worked they, with them i mean they're like they were those guys yeah they, they yeah. embodied them and i i really fell in love with all of those guys they were so fun we had the best day. I didn't realize that until last night that you told me my boob was hanging out half the oh, time. Oh, I brought a picture here. Oh, no. Yeah, here. I brought... Now, I, I don't have the pictures from the actual um, is it, movie. Is my boob right, in right, the movie? The, right, yeah. No, no. Your okay. boob is not in the movie. Okay. <laughs> but this is... this. Is, you know, when you're editing a film, right. you're doing it on this little tiny screen. So you're editing the entire movie over the course of the entire thing, and you put it together, and then you project it on the bigger screen. And when we projected it up on the bigger screen, I realized there's like six times where... <laughs> Brandy's nipple? nipple is like <laughs> popping out of her dress, and I had to go back in and re-edit those scenes so that now I don't have footage from the thing, but I have one behind-the-scenes shot. Oh my god! So here hilarious. you go. I'm, oh my, I'm okay. handing yeah, Brandy no my insane. iPhone oh my, right now. Oh my god! My, oh my! So boob. you can blow it up. There oh. it is. There's your nipple. <laughs> I have cute nipples. Though. You have great yeah, nipples. I mean, they're little. They're not, like, they're not like baloney nipples. You're not seeing it. The guys behind the <laughs> no, no, it's not they going anywhere. No. I'm erasing That's it off of my That's for you and your wife and your kids. That sounds really creepy. I don't think your or for kids me and my wife. <laughs> just, yeah. Not my kids. No, just no my yeah. 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 Oh, what, um, although my wife has gotten naked in a lot of my movies. Has so, she? Does yeah. she have a great body? Um, she has an amazing body. Yes, yes. You don't mind sharing that with everyone? No. You know, I mean, I feel like it's part of it's part of the job. If you're acting, it's part of the job. And like, the, the, the odd thing is like directing her when she has like a sex scene. She did this sex scene um, in a movie I made called Conception. Um, and, you know, I'm like, oh. right now grab her, gra- <laughs> grab her boob and like tear her clothes. You know, like, so, trust me, she likes it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, that is creepy. It's a, it's a little, it's a little creepy, but, but it turns fun. you on. Um, uh, well, I wouldn't say it turns me on, but I, it, it's not bothered. I'm not bothered by it. Okay. I'm not bothered oh, by it. I, I think I saw a smile. Yeah. I think it turns you on a little bit to direct your wife in the bedroom. Uh, all right. With someone else. Maybe a little bit. A little. Maybe I, a little I bit. Would Everybody love to has direct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Jamie Kennedy was a big part of this movie. I mean, Huge. Yes. Yeah. He uh, was one of the ones who came up with the story um, and uh, co-wrote the script. And, and starred in Starred, it, had like, three or four parts in the movie and produced it. Um, he's great hilarious. Guy. He, he is. Awesome. hilarious and yeah. he came to the set when we were there and yeah. he was very hands-on and so nice and i i've always thought he was so funny but when you meet some comedians they're not overly lovely yeah and he was he's an amazing dude have, did you meet him have you known him from other no he dated one of my friends but i had ooh, never, ooh. Oh, i'm not gonna tell Come you on, no i can't no because no, she'll kill me and then he'll i think right. i yeah it's All a long right. a long a long time ago you've never dated him though no no I've never dated him. I okay. swear, I, I didn't even meet him when they were dating. Okay. Um, but I, I was texting him from her phone pretending to be her and I got in trouble by her. So it's a long story. <laughs> but, you know, it was just me being married and bored and right. involving myself in other people's romance. So. Right, right. Um, but no, Jamie was there and he's awesome and I've just been a fan of his forever. 
And I, I was bummed because I missed the premiere. I know. I know. We, we wish you were there. Kyle I and Camilla were both there. Um, they got to, uh, to, to, to hang out on the red carpet. And it was, it, it should have been, you should have been there. I it would, was, I mean, you're I, out of town. I, I tried your, to signing. change. Every, yeah. I had two things that week that I would have given my life to be at. And that was one of them. <laughs> and my book agent's like, I'm sorry, you have signings in New York and we're not changing anything. I'm like, yeah. no, please, I can take a red eye and do this. <laughs> and they're like, nope. So duty yeah. called, but yeah, I, no. I'm definitely excited to see the film. I know- How, did you have a good time on set? Like, was it? Oh, I did. Yeah, Everyone- yeah. Everyone was super nice, yeah. and one of the you had a really cute grip guy that I actually still text with. Oh um, <laughs> yes, I love that. Yeah, that's he's, great. He's, cute. he's asking me relationship advice advice now. Before it was like, let's Dude, get our any dream. guy that texts you like that. Come on. No, no, but we've been we stayed in touch, and he was adorable. Yeah. And he actually found Kyle and I real wine at later in the day because we had fake wine on the set. You guys uh, didn't let yeah. us have. Well, I don't want to get him in trouble. No, but. no, but like, what do you expect would happen? Because you start shooting a. a Seen at eight o'clock in the morning by five p.m. We're wasted. Like, yeah, exactly. No. I mean, I, had, I think I had one and a half lines, and I couldn't get. To it. <laughs> I could ad lib all day long. I right. could like anything that I could make up was great, but the one line I had, I couldn't get it out properly. You it did awesome. You did awesome, and you did some great ad libs too. I mean, and, and a bunch of the ad libs wound up in the movie too, oh, which good, is great. Good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like. Kyle and Camille both acted before. Right, right. And I hadn't. So that one line that I kept on going over <laughs> in my head, it came to me and I'm like, eh, I kept freezing. Well, and the I'm crazy like, thing is, yeah, when you think about it, when you, because you start to ruminate on it and you're waiting for the line and then you're oh. going over your head and by the time it gets to you, you're like, ah, ah, ah. yes, I can um, say 100% I'm not a good actor. I, I'll just put it, I'm like, I've realized that, but I have fun. Like doing that, spoofing yeah, it, and yeah, being able yeah. to ad lib. What was it like great. to kind of play a, of not yourself, but a version of the, the the cartoon version of yourself? You know, it's funny because I'm in on the joke. I don't know that a lot. Of, I know Camille and Kyle are in on the jokes yeah, too. They ha- yeah. they, ha- they can poke fun at themselves, but a lot of the women take themselves so seriously. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to make fun. Like, oh, my boobs are melting. You know, that, like, that, that was that, that, was that line went in. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. I, you know, I, most of what I get offered is, you know, in comedy or whatever, right, is me right. making fun of myself. Right. So I, and I love doing it and I just, I love comedy. I, I would hate a life that existed without it. I laugh through things that are sad or I make, in my books, things that are sad, I make sure to put a joke in right after. Yeah. yeah. Because I think comedy makes the world go round and I, you know, I just don't take myself too seriously. Yeah. Well, I think that's important for everybody. Uh, you know, I think it's a well, great lesson to learn for everybody. But it, as you know, that's not the way it is. Well, especially with actresses, I find I have some very, you know, fancy actress friends that are like method actresses. And I'm like, okay, right, <laughs> you're not right. changing the world with this. Yeah. You're just doing a part. But yeah. I mean, that's their passion. So yeah. I just, I don't specifically understand it. Yeah. But I yeah. respect it. Um, on set was. You get along roughly with Kyle and Camilla. Um, I get. I was at the time. I got along well with Camille, but I wasn't super like close with Kyle. And right. we were shooting, and at the time shooting, we were fighting. But <laughs> and so when we got to like strangle each other, we really got. I yeah. was like, "Ow, you're hurting!" I'm like, "Oh, I, I, we were getting into it." I'm like, right. "This is fun. I'm right. actually going to go in for a little jab." Yeah, yeah, that was. A it's funny because that, that picture I just showed you is when she's <laughs> I strangling you, and I, I, there's part of me that thinks she's purposely. Yeah, she really was yourself. hurting me. I'm like, "All right, bitch, I'm gonna yeah. get you back." And we definitely were going for it. But Camille and I, Camille's the sweetest person on the planet. Yeah. So I, it's hard. I can't. 
<laughs> I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't want to hurt her. Plus, yeah. she's like half my size. I would yeah. break her in half. But no, I had a little fun uh, wrestling with Kyle for sure. Yeah, that's funny. When you guys were coming down the the, the hill at one point. You, in in all of your high heels, it, it seriously. I thought someone was going to break a leg. No, like, I I did too. And plus, <laughs> I've broken my leg before in high heels. Have you really? Yes. So just I was walking down the street. Well, there was a little alcohol involved. I'm not gonna <laughs> really, <lie. laughs> uh, just a little. Um, but yeah, that was a big lesson for me. Yeah. Big high heels, alcohol, and cobblestone do not mix. Broke my leg and my ankle. Oh my so, god. So yes, that seriously? was. I was. That's why I was holding on to everyone. I'm like. Oh my God, we're going to die. I'm going to break my leg again. It's going to happen. Oh man. Wow. But wow. So tell us where can we get this movie? Yeah, and the, uh, the film is right now available on iTunes for download. Um, and in about two weeks on March 11th, it comes out officially on Blu-ray, DVD, and it'll be streaming and uh, rentals and all that stuff. So, uh, the, but the initial, the initial release is on iTunes. Um, and it's doing great. I'm so, so oh, excited. Good. I'm so proud of the movie. Um, you know, I never really saw myself making a parody movie before. Cause if you look at my other films, yeah, I saw um, they're, yeah, they're, they're fairly serious. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, horror, exactly. A lot of, a lot of horror. horror. Yeah. I, I like wrote Piranha 3D. Yeah, I saw that. And, yeah, I mean, it just seems like, strange. This guy's a little darker than he seems. I yeah, the smile hides the dark, uh, the Woo. dark, the dark side underneath. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, but but this film, it's just fun. I mean, you were there for a day. It was so fun. Everyone was in a good mood. Yeah. Everyone was nice. You ordered us Chick Fil A, which I had never uh, had before. I I did. I did. It was awesome. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's just it's just a blast. It's and 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 I, I feel like when you're around people that just want to be there like you wanted right. to be there and we were all and, we, everyone the actress the, the cute bloody girl I have her name here uh, we'll uh, look Caitlin Caitlin Wax um, she was who I've worked with before she's a, adorable and just so yeah. good and happy and that's what you get when you get actors that don't have these egos already blown out of proportion yes they're happy to be working they're going to give you their best yes. and I mean I know that Kyle and and Camille were just happy to be in there and asked yeah, and me yeah, too. We were yeah. like, oh my God, this is so fun. We're yeah. doing a movie. Yeah. I didn't know Camille had, had acted before. Do you know what she had had been involved with? She had done some stuff when she was married to Kelsey and right, some right. of his things. And then she had done a sitcom, like small oh, things wow, here and there. Cool. Like a, yeah, yeah. Small bits, but she yeah. was definitely, she was a dancer and she was an actress. And then she, you know, fell into the reality space, which happens. Right. Actually, most of the women on our show were actresses. Oh, all, that's all of them. Except for except me. Except for you. And, Yolanda uh, okay. Foster. Gotcha. She was a model, but we are like. But I think that those are the moments in the show that come across as as more real and genuine that the audiences connect to. Like I, my, one of my very very first jobs in Hollywood was as a as a as in reality television. I was involved in. Uh, they did a show called Who Wants to Be a Playboy. Oh uh, yes, I saw that. Uh, Playboy Play Centerfold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was a story editor. Oh, and that basically must have been a hard job. job. Oh yeah, oh, yeah it was bad. I mean, hard, I was like hard a job. Twenty twenty one, sitting in a room just watching naked women on TV all day. But I would sit there and watch the dailies, as you know. You yes. guys shoot so much footage, and I would sit there and watch for twelve hours a day and try to pick the storylines out. So yeah, the highlights. Yeah, exactly. But then, but, and then sometimes the rest of it doesn't make sense because you're only showing the highlights and no one sees the buildup. And they're like, well, why are they? fighting like crazy yeah, people yeah. and you're like well there was 12 hours of build up but we can't show you exactly That's frustrating. exactly no that is frustrating and 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 i know because i was involved in it i know sometimes stories are taken out of context and lines are taken out of context and- i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> that's you saying that not me yeah, yeah. i love you bravo oh uh, no <laughs> and but 
it's part of the it's it's part of it. Like in order to do your show, they need to be able to do that. Otherwise, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure you've heard yourself say things like, "I hate you," and then they didn't hear the rest of the line, exactly. which is, "I hate you because you're so beautiful." I know. I'm like, oh wait, I know there was more to that sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, what what's next for you? Um, I am writing um a few different films. Uh, you know, uh, I, I've always got three or four projects going on at the same time. Um, I'm writing a big horror franchise that I'm I, I but I can't. You t- and your horror. Yeah, no, I'm a big horror. I'm a I, big I don't. Horror I fan. won't see horror. Movies. What? Because I am such. I don't. I don't even see scary movies. Really? I'm a baby. No, I you know. gotta watch the horror movies. My ten year old watches horror no. movies. <laughs> uh, I, I will have bad dreams. I live. You know, I'm a single mom. I right, live right. alone half the time. Right. I sleep with a knife under my bed. Seriously? I do because I don't want to have guns in the house because oh, I'm afraid the kids will kill each other. Really? Total fatal attraction. I, well, no. <laughs> I'm worried that someone's gonna try to kill me. Right. From the, sh- the I get haters on the show that actually want me dead. Really? Yeah. They're like, I wish you would stop breathing. I'm like, mm, oh, okay. that's not good. No, not good. Uh, but I can't watch gore. Right. I don't, it, it makes me want to throw up. Well, I look at it more from a like a like a, the reason you get on a roller coaster is to is to feel like you're going to die, right? You get yeah, on a roller coaster feeling like, and I feel the same way about horror movies. You want to put yourself that close, but you know you're going to be fine. Yeah, because you're sitting in a theater. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Kyle was in was in Halloween, which is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I, you know, I can I can watch that, but when it like the stuff the bad stuff happens, I just close my eyes. Yeah, my my the scariest movie I've ever seen was The Ring. Oh, and that was good. I had nightmares. I was a full grown woman. <laughs> I had nightmares for two months. Yeah, I couldn't. I would wake up my husband and go, "Can you do the bathroom? Walk me to like the twenty feet to the bathroom." I'm right. like, I I get very scared, and especially if anything's like. To do with God or the devil or yeah, you know yeah. that shit scares me because it, yeah, it feels it like it real. could be real yeah no hundred percent but like when you were on set for Hungover Games Carrie was there or yes. or our version of Carrie and she was this bloody mess but you have to imagine on a horror movie it's the exact same thing I mean you've just got somebody standing there like eating lunch at the craft service table just a bloody mess and it it, it it's just a you know. I escape, so I escape into everything I'm watching. And if I yeah, can't, yeah. then I, I won't watch it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God, I got I'm going to send you a copy of <laughs> Piranha and you're going to watch it. Whoa. I, I'm, a, I'm afraid of fish. I don't go in the water. I'm afraid of sharks. <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. I'm a baby. What? Is there anything you're not afraid of? Uh, I love wine. pasta and wine. <laughs> and I do like roller coasters. Yeah. But All not right. the ones where you. You hang like the one at Magic Mountain where your full like body weight is hanging forward. Oh yeah, yeah. And all yeah. you have to rely on is your safety thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. I want like a safety here, safety here, and I want to be sitting in my seat. Right. No, no, no. I'm a See, I, I, I feel like if I'm too locked in when the when the coaster goes off the rails, I won't be able to jump out in time. Oh right, because <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna be the one that makes it. Exactly. There are a lot of roller coaster accidents. I, I know it's really scary right now. It happens I'm, all the time. R- really, way too often for me to ever let my children leave the house. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm. I'm. I'm on. Are you the overprotective? Uh, a little bit. Do they wear bit. helmets on the soccer field? Um, I, if they could, I would make them. Mason's like, Mom, stop! I'm like, you can't. Go. He's skateboarding now, and, oh, and you have. That's, that's hardcore. That's yeah, you like, have to wear every gear. Yeah. And it's like, I oh, do you wear your helmet all the time, right? Because I'm only with them half the time. Right. He's like, well, most of the time. I'm like, no. Yeah, so then I yeah. throw a giant mom fit and. 
Um, He's like, all right, mom. Skateboarding. I mean, that's 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 more dangerous. It's than, legit. It's yeah, scary. That's like broken leg, broken, broken neck. Rest, all yeah, broken yeah. neck. Yeah, head injuries. Yeah. It could hurt your manhood a lot. <laughs> Which is what he tells me about. He's like, oh my ball sack. I'm like, oh my god. Like, do you get that a lot in your house? Uh yeah. I mean, you know, two boys. Everything's it's, penis it's, and yeah. ball sack. I came home the other day and, and Xander had drawn a picture of a big penis and yeah. a butthole. And I'm yeah. like, what's that? He's like, it's your penis and butthole. <laughs> okay, great. Welcome to my life. Yeah. Uh, everything's yeah. ball sack, penis, butthole, extender penis. That's the new one. Extender which, penis? Well, you know what that is. I, I I don't. Well, you know, when you get to a certain age, you wake up with an extender penis. <laughs> oh, I'm like, okay, we have to have a talk. I see. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. So we're getting to that um, age. And uh, have you had like the talk with them about like how how babies are made and all that stuff? I have with my ten year old, yes, yeah, yeah. because ten is the new thirteen. I mean, they, yeah, with the internet yeah. and everything, and even though I have parental controls, I they still you know they'll go to their friend's house and see something. Yeah. Um, my six year old, I'm not ready to have that conversation yeah. with yet. Yeah. But well, the internet is is a real problem. Like I, I uh, my my uh, older son Asher, when he was, I think six he had a, a report at school and they each had to choose a bird to do a research report on and his bird was swallow the swallow <laughs> so he I goes to google it. types in swallow nice and it's just wall-to-wall pictures porn. of porn. right yeah yeah, yeah. that's what we had a, we had a porn incident on that's why i have parental controls now it was yeah. somebody typed in lego penis <laughs> and porn there was porn ever it was just like pictures yeah. of penises and i was like i went and looked at the history i'm like what the hell yeah and that now we have parental controls and i can't even use the computer so i don't know i can't so, google anything oh yeah, yeah no that, that's a problem no. um which, did, did you find that because you looked at the history or did you find it because they said something about yeah oh, yeah i saw a penis on no that. i looked at the history i yeah. mean uh, you know, I, they, they weren't hiding it from me, but right, we right. were having a sleepover, so there was another kid there. I like uh, to look and see what they're looking at. Yeah. You know, it's mostly Minecraft and these, like, silly games, but I was like, Lego penis, and I saw what came up. I'm like, okay, <laughs> time yeah. to get somebody in here to fix these computers for us. Yeah, But yeah. So I want to reiterate that we're here to talk about, not just each other, but The Hangover Games is a, a movie, that we, a parody movie that I had a little part in, and you have a picture of my nipple on your phone. I do, I do. I, I will not show that to anyone, <laughs> I promise. Don't. I will not. You could probably get some money for it on the internet. I mean, well, people... see, that's the kind of friend I am. That it won't happen. Okay. No one will ever see that photo. Oh, perfect. Don't show Art. He's really pervy. The guy behind the glass <laughs> over there. Super pervy. He's going to attack me in the parking lot. No, right? Just no. Show oh, me the photo. No, don't. Uh, yes, the Hungover Games, um, March 11th on DVD and Blu-ray, and you can get it now on iTunes. iTunes, get it. I'm in it. That's. I mean, I'm so narcissistic. I'm in it, so you have to you, get it. You have to get it for. <laughs> yeah. No, don't. No, but Kyle's in it. Camille's in it. Jamie Kennedy's in it. Ever, ever, it's amazing. Tara cast. Reed. Everyone. I didn't know. Yeah, Tara Reed's. I yeah, she's great. She, yeah. Oh, she's wonderful. Such a sweet girl. Oh, good to know. So much fun. Just a bouncy little love. Ball of, of, of joy, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, all right, well, we will be right back. Again, get Hunger Games available on... Hungover Games. Hungover Games. Oh, the movie Jesus. you're in, the Hungover the Games. Hungover ga- it makes more sense, the Hungover Games. But I am, like, hungry all the time, and hung- it's kind of a perfect blend for me. The Hungover Games, right now, on iTunes, 99 cents, on Blu-ray and DVD, March 11th. You got it. All right. Thank you, sweetheart. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm taking over. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will be back in a minute. 
You've probably tried Hulu.com. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. Watch thousands of hit shows and movies in your living room or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite TV shows like New Girl, Once Upon a Time, Dancing with the Stars, and Scandal. Watch every episode of shows like The Good Wife, Law and Order, Desperate Housewives, and Grey's Anatomy. You can also check out exclusive content including Hulu originals like The Wrong Mans and Behind the Mask. Hulu's new docuseries that takes you inside the world of sports mascots. You can also get access to a collection of ad-free movies and kids content. For only $7.99 a month, catch up on current shows, binge on old favorites, or catch a great movie. Stream as many movies and TV shows as you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. That's a special offer for my new listeners. Make sure you use HuluPlus.com slash Brandy so you get the extended free trial and they know who sent you. Go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy right now for your extended two-week trial. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down or put it in your cell phone. 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707. You're listening to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. Unfiltered. Welcome back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with the beautiful Morgan Stewart from the Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. Thank you so much. Hi. How Hi. are you? I'm a little nervous, but I'm warming up now. Now that we've started talking, I'm well, good. Well, don't be nervous. Um, I say stupid shit all the time, right. and so uh, I should be nervous, so <laughs> I am a little bit. But I actually just met you because I stalked you at Craig's. Which was, oh, this is completely meant to be. I was even telling Patrick, my <laughs> PR, as I walked in, I was like, oh my God, this is all totally worked out. I was literally in the elevator explaining. I was literally shoving spinach in my mouth and I look up and you're standing there and I was like I wasn't even like oh hi it just like it was as if was we like, knew oh, each other I, I, it's weird because you see people on TV and you automatically feel like, like you, you know, know them and I am such a fan of yours on the show out of everyone's I was like oh I'm gonna go say hi. To- I stalk people at Craig's because I feel like Craig's one of my good friends, and I feel like I own the restaurant because right, right. I've been there since the beginning. But you know, I, I stalked Brad and Angie once. That went well. They were super nice to me. I feel like I've heard that they're very nice. They're I feel like nice. I've heard specifically that he's one of the nicest guys. They were both super sweet. But so you're in good company. I stalked you. I'm like, oh my god, hi! I totally took over your table, and, and- it worked out. <laughs> and I feel like Craig's is such a scene. It is now. It wasn't always this right. way, but it is now. It's, I, it's so funny. I walked in there and I'm seeing like. Like Harry Morton, all these kids that I, right. I've known forever Ever. that I've never seen at Craig's. And I'm going, what, what happened? All of a sudden, this is like fancy young kid place to be. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about your experience doing this reality show. Well, for me, I think it's been pretty fluid. I really haven't had, I, I don't have anything to complain about. I feel like it's been really fun. I feel like we were all friends before the show, genuinely. So it kind of was a very natural transition for me. And also, I kind of, this reality show has been in my mind for 
as long as I've been alive, basically. Well, how so, old are you? You're very young. I'm 26. <laughs> but this is like so what I'm... you were born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, right. like year zero. <laughs> I was like, I should be this. But um, I always knew that I wanted to be in entertainment in some form, like a personality of some kind, not, not an actress. Um, well, season three, I'm going to be like, I want to be an actress now. No, you. you if you d- don't want to d- be an actress, actress, I promise reality shows, are, uh, it's right. not going to make you want to be an actress. At all. At no. all. But that's basically kind of how it worked out. And my friend Dorothy was approached and, you know, they called me and the rest is kind of history you guys are like the stars of the show now why aren't there any good-looking men yes rich men i'm well, not your fiance boyfriend, boyfriend aside yes no but he's great we're but the hot guys we're gonna i think we're gonna we'll see you have to tune okay. into the next season hopefully but i think that we're gonna work some things out we guys i think we need a little bit of uh, we do i mean I, I like watching you and dorothy and everything but th- honestly you know, just tell me the truth okay does dorothy's voice bother you at all it doesn't <laughs> i'm so used to it and i feel like it's just one of those things that like she She's obviously very aware of and feels like maybe she's self-conscious, but I don't even hear, I don't hear it in any way. I I, I, I mean, I feel like it just, it, 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 it's like, like nails on a chalkboard for me. Right. But I like, I think she's adorable, but it's like, oh my God, I just can't. I don't know why, but I I enjoy the show immensely. I want to get to... To now, are you sick of hashtags? I'm so I'm kind of both of my books. I've hashtagged through both of my books right. the entire time. Fucking over it. Hashtagging and selfing. I think I'm uh, I'm gonna need to take a, a big rest from. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we need to go back to a time where we're not doing that and put a little mystery into things. I agree because honestly, I could stalk all of you guys online all day long and uh, and feel that's why I feel like I'm everyone's best friend because I stalk everyone. Right, and you feel like you know, know what they're doing and what's going exactly. on in their life. You feel like you're friends with them, and then you go up to them and you're like, get away from me, I don't know you. Right. No, but that's the thing about this whole experience is that when people are start approaching me, it's not like, oh my God, do you mind? Or, or hi, I love your... It's always like, so you, hey, so you guys done filming? And I'm like, yeah. Well, have we... Like, do we know we, each we other? We don't know each other. It's the it's farmer's it market, and yeah. it's all older women. Yeah, well, that's that's our demographic. That's who's sitting around like myself. I mean, I'm no, six, I'm a lot older than I'm you. I'm talking about I'm like... watching... These shows but and living by five year olds, not like you're not. No, I'm well, talking about older, older women. But but people do come up and they just start to talk to you like they know you and right. they're. In, but we are putting our lives out, out there, there to to be you know, and you can't be a bitch anymore. You have to be nice to everyone. Every. I mean, I'm actually. I mean. I'm not a bitch, but I'm no. saying I said I have bad days where I I don't have mascara on. I'm in Jamba Juice. I don't want to take a picture, but I, you know you have to. Right, and I'm like just entering this whole phase. But even now, I feel like I go out and I'm like, damn, like I'm at the nails. I'm like, I just saw five people I know, and I look like, like shit. Yeah, like, you're like damn. Oh, it's like don't. My girlfriend said, don't ever leave the house without makeup. I'm like, I have two little kids, kids and how- I'm not getting ready every day. But she's right. I leave the house without makeup, and they're like the real brand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. Mama needs her concealer. No, even today, I almost kind of was like, well, it's not going to be taped. It'll be fine, I casual. Was, and then I was like, no, no, no. I was going to tweet you in the morning because I don't have your information. I was going to tell you that there's no cameras here. But then I have a meeting at NBC after. That's the only reason I did any makeup. Right. And I have two giant zits. Yeah. Um, but I didn't do my hair. So I'm like, uh, it's raining. I don't, there's no, it's going to be a fro anyway. So. My, my hair is in from last night, so it's fine. Oh, nice. So that's not your real hair? <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, it's like smells like cigarettes and it's fake oh. as hell. But you know what I loved about your blogs? Uh, my, mine's fake too, but I'm just curious. I, my boobs are fake. My hair's so Your boobs are real. Boobs are real. Nose is real. Obviously, lips are a little enhanced, but other than that, we're pretty natural. <laughs> I mean, if you have boobs in this town that are real, I mean, you're like an anomaly. But no I have like 
a stomach that matches, so it's not really one of those. Stop it. Oh, my God. She's sitting here. She's a goddess, and she's complaining about her stomach, and she's 26. I don't feel sorry for you. (laughs) I I really don't. Um, So... It, the, it's called the rich kids of Beverly Hills. Right. You guys are really young adults. <laughs> yes. And that was obviously a conversation before. I mean, we already had started filming before the title had come into play. So when we were all kind of told the title, it was one of those things where we were all like, we're not children. But, it, you know, it's just the title to get people right. to no, obviously tune in and to get people talking. And that's exactly what it's done. Yeah. So it's worked out. But, yeah, we're not. Obviously, we're not like young. We're young adults. Right. But how rich are you guys? You specifically. Okay. I am not rich at all. My parents, right, you know, are successful and they, I've grown up pretty privileged and I'm obviously very grateful. That sounds like he just fed me that line, but that's not true. Like, I'm grateful. I swear, mom. I'm so grateful. No, but I, I mean, we all, I mean, compared to the rest of the country and the world, I mean, we're pretty rich. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Privileged, you know. Right. Um, I can't tell you my exact. No, no, I don't. Do you know I don't, what I mean? I don't like, know exactly what yours, but have you ever had a real job? Yes. So, well, obviously, well, my blog is my number one right. job, but I don't really make an income. But I've worked for you know a website before and done events, and I've personal assisted for like some of my mom's friends and gotten nice. paid. No, so I've definitely had. So you have to, a work ethic, uh, and also I feel like Dorothy might not, even though I saw that she bought herself a real estate license. She, oh my god, she worked for that. I swear she did. I, I mean, um, she's like, look, I came in the mail. It about, was kind of hilarious. The I was thing, like, Ugh. The thing about that, you, well, you know more than anybody, the editing is obviously, yes. but the funniest thing about the real estate, I mean, she did that before the show even happened. That's the thing about Dorothy. People say what they want, but she's very smart. Oh, no, I, I would never say that she's not smart. Like, she's like... But she comes off like, oh, because I went to get right. my real estate license a long time ago. I started the process. It's really freaking hard, and I quit because it's I got really the reality hard. show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I got to do something. And then they're like, oh, you want to be in Housewives? I'm like, okay, this is enough. But right. when she was like opening her wallet, like, oh, like a, a sucks. Fifth Avenue card came yeah, yeah, in the yeah, mail. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, hmm, interesting. But your boyfriend works at the agency. Yes, and you obviously yeah. know Mauricio, obviously. Yeah, I know Mauricio. My ex-boyfriend works at the agency as well. And, yeah, and we know him because he was actually in an episode of Rich Kids. I know, I gave, him a, I gave him a hard time about that. He was like, he came and helped Brendan do the house and yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But, um, so Brendan's been at the agency for the past three years and okay. was with Mauricio at Hilton and Highland before that. So he goes really way back with Mauricio and obviously I know Farah very well because her and I went to... You're the same age. Preschool I mean, together in yeah. kindergarten and middle school. Nice. So, now, do you, now, do you... Your boyfriend's rich too though. He doesn't really need to work, but he works. Well, he... You know, it, you know, he made the choice to not go to school, and his dad was like, "Well, if you're not going to go to school, you're not going to have any money." Right. And so mm-hmm. that was the choice he made. And so he's been doing real estate, but he's obviously very yeah. He just bought a Range Rover, yeah, by himself. Expensive. So his bills, everything he everything he pays for is oh, out of his own pocket. I was wondering because I know my ex boyfriend; he's still you know get figuring out real estate. He's been in it for a few years, and right? It's it's not easy, and he's not making a ton of money yet. It's not easy, and you know, and it's up and down. And so when I saw. Your boyfriend on there buying a Range Rover. I'm like, JR, you need to get your shit together because <laughs> you need a Range Rover too. Get rid of the Prius. I mean, I was just being, I was giving him a right. little bit of a hard time. I'm like, why is everyone making all this money? I don't get You know it. what? It's honestly, it's all about people skills. It's not about knowing about real estate ins and outs. It's yeah. just really about how well you connect with people, I guess. And, and my connections, really. Connections, I mean. yes. But that's the thing. I feel like a lot of the connections that my boy, like the houses that he sells are not really through friends. Really? It's the weird... I would be the first one to be like... I mean, because I would be all up Dorothy's ass if I I was like, oh my God, I was a real real estate agent, but now she's going to take... She might take business away from your boyfriend. I don't think that will be a conflict. 
we'll see. <laughs> season two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, well, season two is always the, the No, season. it's you no. Know, I mean, I just think that, she, you know, she's come into his workspace. Right. And she's probably got these great connections that maybe she could have hooked him up with prior. prior. But now they're going to be hers. I feel like a lot of her international people will be hers and then more local will be they'll work it out oh, and yeah. if not that, that that'll, that'll be a good, good season right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> now okay so the other i feel like i don't even know the other girls like Ro- roxy is it roxy. i mean I, I don't pay yes. because yes i feel like they kind of just blend and i don't mean that in a rude way because no i think I they're t- pretty really pretty yes but i don't know i don't like what's I, I don't know. What is your take on everyone that you're working with? Has Have your relationships changed? Okay, so I'm going to knock on wood right now. <laughs> um, our relationships actually are still intact. We're actually all still friends. Roxy's honestly somebody that, you know, I love more than anybody. She's always been there for me. Dorothy's obviously a very good friend of mine. But they don't like, they seem, they seem they, to have a little issue. You know what, they have a little, I think on the show you kind of saw there's some history there with some tension, but they're completely fine. Right. Whether or not that, you know, arises season two <laughs> um, is yet to be seen. But yeah, they're, they're the ones that probably, if I were to say anyone has tension on the show, it would probably be them Oh my god, I hate you. No, I hate you. No, I hate you. I mean, it's I, it, it's just hard. That's why I I just really enjoy watching you because you're funny, you're Thank smart, you. you're outspoken, and my friends say that you're like they call you baby B. That's like, what like, literally love that. And Johnny, you know Johnny on the show. Hopefully you know who Johnny is on the show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Johnny is obsessed with you. Ooh, like he told it. me to say that number one, oh, but he I did like say him. that probably two months ago when he was like you're just like Brandy you should really own that and keep going and blah 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 and so it's funny that we're sitting it's here it's just so hard to be pretty and smart and outspoken and, and that's witty what I, and fun that's and what I say I said if I was any funnier I'd be way uglier I know it's you know it's hard to be us it's there not really easy <laughs> I swear to god if I was any prettier I would just I know. be less funny I was thinking the same thing this morning <laughs> I mean it's just cray I'm kidding <laughs> now, um, now what do you want to, to get out of this would you like to move away like eventually into your own kind of reality show um, or hosting gig or yeah i mean i mean you can't I mean, I, like you no no you, sh- you, I, want, you have to think about yourself ultimately al- of course i mean and then yeah. i think to people you realize that how quickly people do think only about oh. themselves oh it's it's almost immediate yeah it's ex- yeah yeah so number one my blog i want that to be a series your parents of books. must be so proud of that blog they actually are, i gotta <laughs> say i like they, it i mean it's a little sleazy i love it oh it's totally sleazy it's totally in your face and raunchy because yeah. it's no holds barred it's like whatever the hell i want to talk about i'm going to because it's my personal thing and if you don't like it you are gonna i'm just get ready because i do the same thing right and people just can't handle an outspoken person having an opinion or saying oh i blacked out and i don't remember like oh she needs help she needs rehab or you know right. oh, she's a whore because she said that or yes look at can you believe she did this and she you know it's it's gonna get harder for you with yes. the more notoriety you get but don't change i'm not whatever I'm, you do i'm i'm definitely not that's the goal but so far again I know I've, it's been really positive right. but was that your transition was it really positive and then really nasty it, it has been yes and, and social media has actually made it worse of course because now you can have everyone across the country and anywhere in the world chime in and saying you're a horrible person and she can't or he or she can't believe you wrote this or said this or did this on tv and or your parents are watching and it's like listen none of us are perfect we sign up to put our lives out there right and you know if we're entertaining you great but don't fucking judge us absolutely and how dare you judge us and watch us at the same time if you don't like us then turn off the tv i'm like it's a tv show if you're entertained i'm doing my job but don't tell me you feel sorry for my children 
children or wow like, yeah no i go i go batshit crazy, crazy when people bring my kids up because i'm a great mom i show up for every job on time sober i do everything but i do have fun still i'm of course i'm divorced i'm not dead and why should you not have fun that's the thing and you know what's so funny is that if any was it was in your position they would do the same exact thing yes that's what kills me the but most. They, they would if they could. A lot of them want to and won't, so they sit back and judge. Of course. I, there's a lot of moms that are school that, you know, they're divorced and they're not, they've decided that life is over and right. they never want to have sex again. Well, sorry. Sorry. Mama needs some loving. Right. So. And also, it's for your children. You want to be happy. You don't want to just like be bitter for the rest of your no, life. Exactly. I'm a happy, fun person. Right. And I like, I love your blogs, but like, I, I, I do like to go out and get drunk with my friends and I don't see that there's anything wrong with that if I'm not hurting anyone. Else. Who doesn't do that? I don't understand how people actually pretend that that's not. I mean, going out, you're not like going and slandering walls and spray painting things and like crashing cars. Well, you're I mean, having wine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe a little too much. It's legal. Yeah, it is actually. So your parents don't. They they are. They're no. There's no issue. Boys, you're a good girl. I mean, you want to get yes. married. You want to have bait. You're really young to be wanting to get married. I. That's what everyone says. I don't want to get married tomorrow, but right. I definitely feel that I wouldn't be with my boyfriend now if I didn't foresee something in the future so he's the one i got no, everyone out no, no he's, we're, we're putting he, pressure on him no he's definitely no he's like ready to go um well, why would look at you I mean, i'm sorry he's a very lucky guy and not that he's not attractive <laughs> but you're a hot number thank you um i think so I and really your parents do. Are rich, so and yeah, I mean, and okay. yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh. you guys, it's a win-win. It, it you might as well just start making babies. Never mind. And, yeah, and he's a nice. He's a nice guy. That's it's hard to find a nice he's guy. He's not. In this town. He's not doing things where he needs to be punished. Oh, that's good. Now, Shocking. You, guys, you don't live together. We do not live together. We sleep over a lot. Right. And do, are you thinking that you might live together before you get married or get engaged? Well, that's also a season two thing. But um, <laughs> you know what? No, I think that I, for now, I believe that I want to be engaged before we take that step. Because I feel like if you move in, it just prolongs an engagement. Yeah, it's true. And then they, they get everything for free. Then for, they should have to put a ring on it to get it. Like if yeah. I'm going to scrub a dish, yeah. I need a, a sparkly thing to look at. I thought you were going to say scrub a d- I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't know you had to do that. I didn't do that when I was married. But well, um, no, but no, I get I get what you're saying yes. exactly it's like you don't you you have to keep them chasing you don't give it up don't they're not going to buy the cow if the milk is for free absolutely thousand percent so what else what do you do i see you work out and you hate it i do really i mean I I just, i'm not one of those people that's like mm-hmm. oh my god i love it it makes me feel better it does make me feel better but i just hate it so it's, much yeah it's a nightmare but like i spin and i really attempt yoga to like try and lengthen that doesn't ever really stay <laughs> consistent and i just basically try not to eat that much yeah uh, it's hard. It's uh, uh, awful. Yeah. You know what you can do, which I find is great? I wear ankle weights. <laughs> really? Yeah. On, or during the day when I'm running around the valley, because no one will see me, because God forbid, <laughs> there, that's a good picture. Um, <laughs> when I can't work out, because it keeps your butt high and tight. I'm going to do that. You get five pounds and like put them under your gym clothes or like over if you have high heel tennis shoes. I know they're very passe. Right. But you're on a hill and you have five pound ankle weights. You will have a cute booty for life. Okay. I'm going to do that. That's you. actually our next stop, Patrick. You know, Robin Anton actually told me that. She was in here. I'm obsessed with her. Um, she started the Pussycat Doll. Yes. Oh, I know. I yes. love her. And she gave me that idea. And my butt looks better already. Like and she's in later. shape. Oh, my, she's fifty, and her body is in shape. stupid. And she's beautiful eyes. Is that she's correct? Stunning, yeah. all the way around. And like her arms and her skin, she's very sculpted. sculpted. And I'm just—I was sitting in here for an hour with her, and he's like, "Wrap it up." I'm like, <laughs> "No, you're not going anywhere." And he's saying out. that now. It's like, just get this over with. No, no, stop it. Um, so, your favorite person on the show, your best friend on the show, is Dorothy. Yeah. 
Good answer. Good answer. She is, yes. I no, feel but like there's some tension building, people. You have to tune, tune in, in and see what happens. Definitely tune in. If that gave that impression, then definitely tune in. No, but I feel like they're in, in an ensemble cast. Yes. A lot of people, and um, my cast included. My favorite cast. Uh-huh. Literally. <laughs> um, well, that's good. They, they do want, they think it's their show. Of like course. Like one person show. And, and it takes a village. It takes all of us for it to be what it is. Mm-hmm. So I, when people start saying my show or this, or it's mine, 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 I, I start to feel like everyone's fighting to have it just be their own thing. Are you guys experiencing that as well? You know what? I think that even for myself, I'm like, well, I'm the one that that's funny. It's like, Honestly, I would. Ne- you are you are funny, but if, you need people to bounce off of. You need Dorothy to be annoying. That's and, the thing. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think that right now we're still kind of in the safe zone where we're we're all pretty equal, and we all feel that we're all equal. No, <laughs> as a viewer, <laughs> no, as a viewer, there's always standouts, and I think like on our show, I think Kyle and Lisa kind of are anchors to our show. They they kind of set the scene for everyone else, and and I I think we need that and but we need all of us all of us really a thousand percent I mean of course there are standouts to the audience but amongst us as a cast right. I'm not like well I'm the standout amongst all of these girls well, I, I mean, think you are think, I, well, re- I really do I came I, on the I mean, right show thank but God but you have to have people to bounce off of you have to have a soft spoken boyfriend of course. and Dorothy which I already said she was annoying I can't help it I'm sorry, sorry. Dorothy <laughs> I think you have good eyebrows though great she does have she really has good great she's very eyebrows. pretty beautiful it's annoying yes. she's very pretty but she's very always perfect in the yes, face I don't that, yeah I just I get jealous of people like that I mean who wakes up looking that way? Not Dorothy. me. No, not me either. I just scrub a lot of oil off this morning. Oh, so. oh. I still me. get zits and I'm 40. It's not fun. <laughs> and it is what it is. All right. So when when are you guys done filming now? We are done filming. We When's our next show on? Next Next season, we don't know. Right. There is a season two. Have they picked it up? For well, we're two? gonna we're gonna know very soon. But oh, I would, nice. if I was a betting woman, I would say yes. I would say yes too. The now the the hashtag thing at the bottom, the selfie thing, it's starting to bother me. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna eliminate it. Okay. For you. Perfect. Done. Gone. <laughs> okay. Good. Oh, good. This is so easy. <laughs> we should run Bravo and E, and then everything would be great. Our show is gonna run on Bravo. Oh, good. Because we're E really and, Bra- e and Bravo are under the same umbrella with NBC. Right. So we're all a, a weird, family. incestuous family. I like it. Yeah. That's why they cast you because they were like oh my god we need a new brandy yeah (laughs) i'm I'm just joking i'm well thank you morgan for being here anything else you want to plug or to talk about tell tell us about your blog uh, yeah, Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. Watch it, <laughs> well, boobsandlubes.com. Read it. Boobsandlubes.com. Yes. It, it will, don't show your parents, but it's really funny. Thank Very you so cute. Much. Thank you, Morgan, for being here. Will you Thank come you. back uh, when you're a big star and you have your own show? Anytime. Okay, perfect. Anytime. All right, Randy Glanville, unfiltered. Bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download a brand new episode next Tuesday at podcastone.com. Now that the show's over, watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus. On your TV or on the go with your smartphones or tablet, shows like Family Guy, Once Upon a Time, New Girl, Scandal, and more. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. That's HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. Stay tuned for the latest AP News headlines from Podcast One right after this. AP Update. I'm Tim McGuire. Pope Francis is in the heart of Mexico's drug trafficking region to say mass for cheering Mexican priests, nuns, and seminarians. 
AP's Nicole Winfield reports from Mexico City. He's celebrating Mass for Mexican clergy and nuns, and he's expected to give words of encouragement as they try to minister to a people who have really been tormented by this gang warfare and violence related to the drug trade. Winfield adds that the Pope traveled to the city to show he is in sync with the local archbishop and cardinal, who has been active in bringing the church to the people. Francis's visit to Morelia is also a sign of a vote of confidence for the archbishop. Alberto Suarez Inda. Francis made him a cardinal last year, which is a strong signal of the respect that he has for him. In his homily, Francis urged the clergy to be inspired, to get out of their comfortable lives, and to fight injustice. AP Update, I'm Tim McGuire.